Before today's episode starts, just a quick one from us. If you're currently listening on Apple and Spotify and you enjoy listening to Strike It Big, consider leaving a five-star review along with what you thought of the pod. As the more reviews we get, the more the podcast grows and the bigger and better the guests get. Thanks in advance. Bring on the pod. Today's guest is the richest kid in Dubai. He grew up with lions and tigers as pets and was the first sneaker influencer to reach 1 million subscribers. It is, of course, Money Kicks. Woohoo! How did it feel having a Ferrari at 16 years old? It feels good, you know? I uh, bet it does. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. You said you, you put a lion or yeah, something yeah, a lion. In, in the games room <laughs> yeah. and locked your friends in yeah. there. I was like, well, my friends, they think they're tough. I was like, okay, we're tough. We'll they told me if you come to the city and you don't pay up, we're gonna kidnap you. Five minutes later, six people pulled up, masked up. These days, you know, it's hard to trust people. How was it showing I show speed the most? He yeah. is a crazy guy, 100%. We live in a generation where the truth hurts. So if you say the truth, you get canceled. I don't want to talk about this stuff. <laughs> yeah. you know? Don't play against me, or you're not gonna like me. So there's one thing that has been on my bucket list for as long as I can remember. Really, what's that? Skydiving. And wow. not, not just skydiving. Skydiving in Dubai. And it's over the Palm Island. Oh, the, the view is brilliant, but I, you were actually a bit worried that I wasn't worried about it, weren't you? Yeah, I know. I didn't even want to come and play a part in it. He didn't even want to come and watch. He was that scared. Yeah, but you're like, how are you not nervous? You know? And I was like, oh, I've got, I've got nerves and still. Yeah, it just sounds horrible to me. I, I think you would like it though, because yeah, all the way up, I was I was getting a little bit nervous. I'm thinking if I was actually if I had to jump out, I wouldn't be able to do it. But we we're getting up there. I was looking out. I was like, oh, my heart started racing a little bit more, a little bit more. I thought, oh dear, am I going to be able to do this? But as soon as you jump out of the plane, you don't get that feeling <laughs> in your stomach. It's just it feels like you're flying because you can't see anything around you. It doesn't look like you're going fast. But of course, I, I had the G force on my on my yeah, face you and everything. Look silly. You, and said, those... you, you said that I looked like I was scared as well. Yeah, I was just <laughs> taking the piss. I was gonna skydive as well. I've done two, yeah. uh, but I was gonna skydive with you, wasn't I? But they officially told me I was fat. I, I I just can't believe it though that you're what 118 kilograms. Yeah, 118 kilograms, but I am six foot nearly six so you can't basically uh skydive if you're more than 100 kilos in dubai everywhere else in the world you can and then tom next time when we go to uh, uh sydney you're gonna skydive aren't you <laughs> yes sir you made me say it on camera yeah you, you, you've got to commit to it come on we want to hear it yes sir in sydney i will skydive Woohoo! or in america Sydney. Sydney. Ah. We'll all skydive in Sydney, and I, we don't even need Kai to say he will. He's going to, otherwise he's not going to get paid. Oh, I definitely won't. So talking about Dubai, today's guest is the richest kid in Dubai. He grew up with lions and tigers as pets and was the first sneaker influencer to reach 1 million subscribers. It is, of course, Money Kicks. Woohoo! Welcome to the podcast, man. Thank you. Thank you. It's really good to see you. No, to Welcome see you on. Thank you so much. I really love your work, guys. So what would you say to someone that says it's dangerous to be born rich because you've got everything you could ever dream about yeah. and you don't have anything to dream about in the future? No, see, in the same time, a lot of people say, like, when I was younger, I was super rich. No, like, I was just doing our thing, you know? My father didn't, like, give us everything or nothing. So I always wanted to build my own name. So I learned from my brother's mistakes because mm. <laughs> I was the youngest one. So I just wanted to build my own name and I just put the camera on and alhamdulillah, you know, uh, we're sitting here now. <laughs> what are some of the mistakes you learned from that your brother made? 
they were mostly not they're all depending uh, mostly on my father and working mm -hmm. with them like, I wanted to just do my own name build my own name and go international you know mm -hmm. so alhamdulillah and I did that you know and I feel happy that I did it since I was young and usually you know in Dubai people before they were like oh you want to make money you have to go to college and after college you think about making business I, I was like no <laughs> I have to start so alhamdulillah since I was 14 I was just doing my thing well, Google tells me that you're currently worth <laughs> about $2.2 billion. <laughs> no, that no, is no, crazy. No, How no. accurate is that? No, no, no. That's my father probably, but it's not uh, me. <laughs> so uh, where are you? Are we, are we good? We're I'm good. good. <laughs> We're good. We're good. <laughs> that's, that's a good answer. Uh, what I learned from my father uh, is uh, building contacts. So mm. since I was young, he's like contacts, contacts, contacts. And he did the same thing. He went his own way from his, mm. fa grand uh, his father and all he had his contacts and he built his empire so it's always since i was young i tell my friends they're like contacts they always make fun of me what you're saying contacts contacts <laughs> it's all about your network you know your network is your net worth 100 percent. yeah yeah alhamdulillah and uh, really well connected all around the world and alhamdulillah that's the main thing i did is build my relationship with the right people and how did you go about doing that for for people watching yeah. they probably want to do the same thing yeah. so what are some tips you'd give them just be yourself, be humble, and just be good with people, you know, don't put your nose up and always be down to earth. Since day one, I always tell people like whenever they get famous, they put their nose up, like, who are we, you know, you know, yeah. so end of the day, just put your nose down and always be respectful, you know, and keep communicating with people. And if they need help and you need help, you never know one day they need you or I need them, you know? So just keep, keep relationship with people. I'm super excited for you to enjoy the rest of this podcast. But first, I wanted to share something with you that I think could really help you get on the path to money, success and power by starting your first side hustle. Look, it's no secret, people are making money online. Just this week alone, I've generated over $10,000 in online product sales, which is why I wanna put you on to today's sponsor, Hostinger. Hostinger is absolutely everything you need to launch a website or online shop in minutes without the need for technical or design skills. For less than $3 per month and one click, you can launch your own WordPress site or use Hostinger's drag and drop website builder. Having a great website is so important when trying to generate money online as it builds trust and makes the ordering process as simple as possible. A tool I wish I had when I was starting my first business is Hostinger's AI logo maker. This uses the latest tech to generate your logo within seconds. This would have saved me a lot of time and money back in the day as I'm no Photoshop wizard. You also get access to over 150 templates for the perfect e-commerce store, blog, design, portfolio or newsletter. Whether you're looking to sell physical products like me, dropship, start a newsletter or advertise your portfolio and services, with Hostinger the possibilities are endless. Go to hostinger.com slash strike it big. That's hostinger.com slash strike it big to get everything you need to create a website for under $3 per month. And as a special bonus for you guys, use the promo code strike it big for an extra 10% off. Anyway, back to the podcast. One thing I've always noticed yeah. watching your videos yeah. from when you were very, very yeah. young is that you always seem to be very friendly on yeah. them. Is that your natural self? Yeah, that's my natural self. You know, a lot of people say, oh, you're over, like, don't be too nice. But I'm like that, you know, I don't care if you are a cleaner or if you're a 
بليونير اور يو نو رابر اي تريت ايفري بودي ذا سيم يو نو اي ام لايك ذات يو نو ا لوت اوف بيبل بيفور وان اي واز يونجر اي وود جو اي سي لايك سم اوفيس بوي ذس اي هاج ام دير لايك او يو شودنت يور لايك ذا بوس از ذس اي سيد نو ايفري بودي از ذا سيم يو نو كوز اند اوف ذا دي وير اول جونا جو ان ذا سويل And uh, you never know where people yeah. are going either. Yeah. So, so someone yeah. might be working in yeah. the company in a lower position and yeah, then yeah. work their way up. Yeah, so. you never know. So a lot of people realize that when they have fame or money, they put their nose up. I don't like it. All, all of my friends, my group, everybody's nose down, you know? So how were you able to stay so humble? Like what keeps you down to earth? My religion, because yeah. our religion teaches us to be humble and just being... myself i never changed nothing changed me also the fame a lot of people the fame gets into them and they change and they act different and this me no i don't care i'll be anywhere you'll probably see me in the cafeteria eating <laughs> you know some people they, they get shocked they're like what are you doing here because they, th- they see the social media or oh, rich kid or this you see me everywhere <laughs> yeah. so what, have- what about if you was in the uk like if you was in a country that maybe wasn't as safe as dubai you still just rolling going in any cafe There, see, before when I was younger, I was uh, going to everywhere, like chilling everywhere. I would go to the Arabic places with the shawarmas and this. But this changed, you know, like now you can see in Europe, a lot of people, are, that's the, when I went to UK, everybody say everybody's hungry. Yeah, so, they are uh, literally hungry yeah, with the cost of living crisis yeah, that's going so on So I don't moment. blame yeah. them, yeah, you know. It's not as bad as all that. Don't, don't push <laughs> well, it too it hard. Well, it is pretty bad. It's not as bad. Yeah. As well, you've been. I've, I've yeah. been there, so... I felt the tension, so I, I I roll with the team. I never work with bodyguards here, never in my life. But there, you have to be careful, you know. I'm not; in, it's not my territory. Do you so, ever get concerned about kidnapping? Because obviously, yeah, it happened. Uh, yeah. This uh, there was a situation in the UK when I went. Uh, I had a meet and greet, and everybody was uh, saying it's dangerous and dangerous. So I had a lot of appearances there, and they told me. Uh, before going to appearance outside london they're like uh, if you come to the city and you don't pay up we're going to kidnap you so what the the kidnappers messaged you and said no that? not me okay uh, i had a big crew so, so they wh- messaged- why would they give you notice I don't, i don't know <laughs> so they thought i'm i'll be scared i'm from dubai yeah. but we know a lot of people see network <laughs> so mm. i called some people and they solved the situation Do you think some of it might just be fright tactics just to put you on edge so you go yeah I do need a security team that was good value. No I mean I I walk around London <laughs> yeah. I use the tube yeah. I have a pretty high social yeah. network yeah. I, I don't get any problems at yeah. all I have yeah, to yeah. say I'm a big chap yeah. maybe that's a difference yeah. but even so you just I, lay them out like <laughs> I feel, I think that when you've got grey hair people just sort of leave you alone they think no no it's okay he's okay. No because the image of Dubai So people think I'm like rolling around with a hundred thousand dollars in my pocket and you know, so they have that thing, you know, but at the same time, they probably tested that thing. They're like, oh, let's see if he's going to pay up, you know, so I'm not going to pay up. I always learned one thing. I always stand my ground no matter where it is and where I I think the reality is not as bad as you may have felt it. No, I felt it. There was a situation where I posted a Snapchat. It was late night in Mm. London, central London too. Yeah. So there was of the Baklawa. So it was a restaurant, a small logo. Mm. Five minutes later, six people pulled up. Masked up. Really? Yeah. They pulled That's up. That's nuts. Five minutes. <laughs> uh, I think that Mark doesn't quite know how common it is because he always tries to sort of, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Mm. Dad, Dad, you don't live in central London around that area. No, and you don't, don't generally no. wear a watch when you're out. So yeah. no. you're not known for that. So maybe you haven't seen it, but it's crazy. Yeah, that happened. You know, when that mm. happened, I was like, oh, 
This is serious. And it, it doesn't surprise me either. That's the worrying thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. Is how sort of normal it is. Yeah. See, so like if I was not with my crew, if I was only with five, three people, it could have easily did something. And they tried to close my car. Really? So they came with two cars. Mm. So well, well, they tried to block it yeah, in. Yeah, they block it in. So how did you get around that? Michael Dapper blocked the other car. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Shout out <laughs> to Big Shack. <laughs> no way, that's it. So back onto more pleasant things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how did it feel having a Ferrari at 16 years old? It feels good, you know? I uh, bet it does. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> how did people treat you, though, like your friends in that school? They treat me good. Like, I never in my life got bullied, nothing, you know. I always, when I was younger, I was crazy. Mm. So, and then when I became famous, they already knew this guy is a bit, uh, when I was younger, I was like, not, I always stood my ground. No one, like, ever bullied or this, you know. And that's how I'm going to raise my son, you know, always stand your ground. Because, you know, a lot of stuff, a lot of kids, when they grow up and they get older, the bullying affects them, yeah. you know. So that's why I don't want my children to go through that, you know. So I always, my friends always being the same. I have my crew, my team, and my friends are always going to be there, you know? What was the thinking behind wrapping it with Louis Vuitton and Supreme? Yeah. Like, the thinking, why did you do that? <laughs> so uh, this is the real story. I was in France. I was bored. And uh, I was sitting in the jacuzzi, and I'm just like, what am I doing here? My, my, my father likes that place, so it's green, you know? It's mostly for older people. So I just thought about this idea, and I was like, damn, I have to go to Dubai and do it. And I did it and it went viral because, you know, in social media, you have, you have to go crazy to be viral. Mm. So I just did that and it went crazy. I mean, no one could really compete with you. Could yeah. they? Like, <laughs> you have to have the Ferrari first and then have the idea <laughs> yeah, to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I just wrapped it and LV when I went to back to France. So I went there before the video. They didn't give me Supreme stuff. They mm. gave me only one piece. Good. When I went back. They shut down the store for me. They said, take whatever you want. I was <laughs> no like, way. thank you. So it was a good move. Then, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. So, so you are known for wrapping your cars. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you wrapped your Cadillac, your Cadillac. Li like a Nike a shoe. Nike, a Nike collaboration with the LV, Air did, Force One. Did you leave it like that or have you changed it? Uh, no, no, it? I changed it. Uh, that was uh, illegal because it's chrome. In Dubai, you cannot uh, do chrome. Okay. But I did once uh, Dior. And I got in trouble for that. Because <laughs> I well, from Dior. Yeah, I never said the story. Mm. Go on, tell the story. If you've never you need, told you it, you glossed over that we story. Want it. Yeah. Come. So I never said the story. So the video got a million views in one day on YouTube. So it was going viral. And then uh, my friend calls me. He owns the rap place. So he calls me. He's like, bro, you're not imagined. I was like, I got a letter. I said, what letter? He's like, from them. I was like, yes, we made it. He's like, no, please delete it. I was like, no, we made it. I need to put this in the wall. I tell my children, see, you see what you're wearing? Yeah. They try to get me. Yeah. But, you know, I just deleted the video. and just I reckon you could have made a follow-up video. Yeah. Do you all try to sue me? Yeah, but I didn't do it, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I just, Why can't you wrap cards chrome? Because here I think it's different. Less you have to get uh, permissions and this. So I didn't want to go and call some people, you know. Mm. So I just. I should like, imagine it's quite dangerous, really, because the sun. Yeah, the sun. Very yeah, yeah. bright here. Yeah. If you're driving along, it hits a car. Yeah, it's strong. You know, yeah. the sun. Also in the summer, you guys came in the right time. Mm. Mm. In the summer, you guys are not be walking here. Yeah, you know, I, it's very I, hot. I nearly had my honeymoon in the in the hotel on the beach, the the sale. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that was twenty years ago, but mm. I booked it for July. Okay. Unfortunately, July? I, yeah, fortunately, I worked it out. So we, <laughs> went, we went to the Maldives. Yeah, instead. Maldives, yeah. But in the summer, it's really hot. It gets uh, like you can't even breathe, you know? I like yeah. it. I'm used to it. Is know? it like a sauna? 
It is. Like a sauna. It is, oh. it is like a sauna. So is that why there's more of a nighttime culture here? Yeah, more night and mostly here, the, us, like us, you know, because we always like to go indoor, you know, we're used to that, you know, because at n- summer we never walk outside. But mm. I do it because I do boxing. So if you get used to training outside, you have, you know, advantage because you're, you, when you go inside, it's like nothing, yeah. you know? Mm. So why did you decide to build a one million dollar sneaker collection? Because yeah. that was like a, a big thing yeah, yeah, that, that helped build your channel yeah, in, yeah. in the start. So I just like sneakers. Uh, suddenly I just got a gift from my friend. I thought the sneaker was fake. It was without laces. I was like, what's this? So I went to check it and I saw some sneaker YouTube and I was like, man, I, I, I really like this. Because I wanted to be a football player first and I had a knee injury and I was like, oh, my dreams are done. I trained like I played for eight years, proper football. And uh, I just put the camera and I just start collecting sneakers and it suddenly popped from one video, it popped. And do you still have the sneakers yeah. from your original collection? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though they probably don't fit you anymore. No, no, I, I buy, I usually buy also any size. It was Are like you, art. Oh, that, that was going to be a question yeah. for me. Do you buy any size? Yeah. Because you're not really going to wear it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so it was like so. artwork for me. It's mm-hmm. more art. And it's good investment. Like every shoe is probably double the price after I bought it. So do you ever resell them? No, never. Never. Never saw the sneaker. So when when you get them, yeah, you, yeah. you just keep them yeah, forever. Yeah, I just keep them, yeah. Yeah, I suppose that's a good investment. <laughs> Maybe we need to get into that. Yeah. Maybe. We need to get some, some I, I Jordans. See, yeah, I see you've got a good collection of sneakers yeah, yeah. in your one of your businesses, yeah. Money Cuts. Yeah, Money Cuts. So I, I just partnered up with someone who's into sneakers. He starts selling sneakers there. And yeah, it looks good. Yeah, it's good. You know, just mix the culture. Mm. You know, the barbershop is like a nice community, you know. And now we're just thinking about now we're going to franchise to Saudi London, so it's a lot of doors opening now. Are you coming to open the one in London? Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna call you for my bodyguard stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Weird look after. Yeah, yeah. We had a, we had a, t- who do we have on Tam Khan? Yeah. 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 And uh, when we was on the balcony, he yeah. was uh, judging Mark's arm reach. And he, yeah. re- he reckons that Mark will be a good boxer. Yeah, he has a reach. <laughs> yeah. Influencer yeah. boxing. Influencer in, boxing. You go against another podcaster. Yeah, <laughs> have to be someone like Joe Rogan. Yeah, Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no so. Joe Rogan is strong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you too strong. Yeah. Right, we'll, we'll cut that out. We'll cut that yeah. out. Like, yeah. You can, don't want to be calling can, out can Joe you, Rogan. Can you redo it, but go for someone a bit weaker? Joe Jordan? Uh, no, I'll tell you what. Let's take Graham Stephan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you're going to kick him and he'll do it down. <laughs> just hold him <laughs> yeah, back. Yeah, hold him down. So we've talked about um, money cuts. Yeah. How else do you make money? What are kind of like your income streams? Yeah, so I, I do a lot of social media stuff, advertisement, and I have a lot of business behind the scenes. And events, I do a lot of events, boxing. So I have a lot of stuff, you know. Alhamdulillah, like what I do is I like to open a lot of doors, you know. So if I entered sneakers, I became the first sneaker YouTuber to go a million subscribers. So I, f- I was like, okay, this is dying down the sneakers. I went into boxing I went to cars. So I hit every market, you know? So I was smart with that. So I hit countries, you know? So I did a documentary in France. I became big in France. So I do a lot of stuff, you know? Like you have to be smart in social media if you want to be big everywhere. There's no any local influencer that went international. So they're always locally famous. So I always wanted to be the one, you know? And thank God I did it. So doing so much, how do you stay focused on a specific thing? Yeah, I have a good time? team. So yeah. at the same time, you have to build a team, you know, because uh, you cannot do everything alone. So I have my team and uh, I trust a couple of people. You know, some days you can't trust a lot of people. How many do you have on your team? See, I have a team, a big team, but the main people is like three people who's okay. my like main, you know. And th- these days, you know, it's hard to trust people. You yeah. know, so you have to be really 
trusting this person, you know, because, you know, this generation, a lot of people is just would comes with bad attention. You know, some people have good intention. And would you say it's easier to trust people in Dubai, though, than it is for us, say, in London? No, I don't say that. OK. Yeah, it's like everybody, you know, Dubai is not like 90 percent is from outside the country. I think 5 percent is locals, you know, so it's mostly foreigners here you know so it's the same thing you know mm. i just feel like you should not trust anybody but you know mm. but i just trust a couple of people and that's all how old are you at the moment I'm 21 wow so you're quite young to actually know that having a team and all of that yeah, stuff yeah. delegation is, yeah, yeah. is the way to go what was the turning point where you actually thought i can't do this all myself i'm gonna need to bring some other people on board to help because i realized like um whenever i go around rappers and this I, i'm always the listener so i've been around billionaires everybody so i just see everybody having a team and this so i was like that's how it is you know when you be successful you need a strong team behind you because you're the player and they're the coaches in the back you know mm. so you've come from a obviously a different background to most of us mm. have you got any crazy stories of your childhood that would blow people's minds yeah i was i was doing a lot of crazy stuff i was i was into bugging like i was going bugging once i was gonna die uh, from bugging i never said the story what, out I, in the desert yeah. yeah my father doesn't know so when he traveled i took the buggy hi dad <laughs> <laughs> listen hard <laughs> so i went once uh, my brother's behind me with another buggy and it was like a straight road so i want to throw sand in his face so karma got me and i lost control i hit the fence <gasps> and uh, i was not wearing seatbelt so i flew out from like oh here God. to there right where you're right Thank God it was sand. Imagine yeah. if there was a rock or a... So you didn't break anything? Nothing. Already. I just oh, okay. stood like this. I just stayed, I stayed like this. And I see my brother. This is my first time I see my brother. Roshan! I was like, ah, I got you. Yeah, that's very, very <laughs> lucky. Yeah, lucky. I saw a story as well on TikTok. Yeah. Where you said you, you put a... Um, what was it? A lion or yeah. something? Yeah, a lion. In, in a games room <laughs> yeah. and locked your friends in yeah. there. I, was like, I, would send, nuts. I would put like a dog and a German shepherd and a lot of guys in school, like well, my friends, they think they're tough. I was like, okay, we're tough. We'll see. Just come here. We lock the doors. They don't even know what's happening. And the German shepherd was good with the lion. So we and were they still your friends after this? Yeah, yeah, you can say that. <laughs> he says it like it's so normal because yeah. it's one thing to even have the German Shepherd and the lion together, <laughs> but then to throw the friend into the mix yeah. as well, it's like. But I mean, was the German Shepherd even necessary when you're throwing it in the yeah. middle of a lion? But what? the German Shepherd was cool with the lion. So oh, they okay. just wanted to hang out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so having a great time. Yeah, so the German Shepherd, I would just see it like chew and then he starts yeah. running behind them. They go above the fridge so they could. <laughs> so was the lion quite a young lion? Yeah. Quite, quite young. Yeah, quite, no, lion. no, it was like, it's big like this book really yeah. oh i'll send you i'll send you the video the it's been well fed before you put him in there though uh, you never know maybe <laughs> he wants to get hungry too <laughs> we were young man we were too so young. Did, did all of these friends make it out alive yeah they came out yeah. alive they, they were hiding alive. on top of the fridge bro <laughs> yeah <laughs> we was doing a lot like i would there was like a vegetable place and uh, there was a wild chimpanzee he only liked my brother he hated me and we would play hide and seek so he would run and he would run 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 once he caught me bit me oh, a strong yeah. chimpanzee and then the, the did that scare you though like growing up with exotic animals in the house i yeah. couldn't even imagine it uh nah. no do you to. still have pets like that i have like my dogs and this and my like my father has his own zoo and this i was gonna say but you've only got dogs yeah <laughs> so a lot of stuff you know so what when you got up in the morning yeah. and went out of your room to maybe have a shower yeah. or something you just go oh hi lion and hi tiger no it's <laughs> like so when we were living so 
the the house is here. The section of the of, uh, okay. the zoo was the other side. Oh, okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. So your dad's got a zoo. Yeah. How many exotic animals does he have in that zoo? Probably over seven hundred. Really? Yeah. And is that just a private collection? Yeah, private. He's private. It? Really? He's private. Yeah. Something I'm curious about is how many cars have you got and, and what cars are they? See now, uh, what's his name? Before I, I got the Ferrari, I sold it. I had the Rolls, I sold it. Now I'm just uh, gonna get the Euros, probably next week. And I bought a plate number because here plate numbers is something uh, big. Yeah. So I bought R971. Like my chain, I have a chain yeah. 971. So yeah, I'm just gonna do that. I never told anyone I was gonna buy a Euros because I'm buying a Euros. <laughs> so do, do you like to just sort of keep like one or a few cars at one time instead of building yeah, out so, like a big fleet? Yeah, I'm not into like cars that much, but at the same time, you know, in Dubai, you have to have a nice car. So mm -hmm. I'm not, a, I'm just doing that, you know? So you just have one or two Yeah, at one, time. two, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Growing up with your brothers, were yeah. you quite competitive in the house? Yeah, I was competitive. Like I always loved fighting. Yeah, I loved... Uh, I just like never, I hate losing. Mm. Like in FIFA, I would, I tell my friends, don't play FIFA with me or uh, football with me. I'll break your leg. <laughs> <laughs> like, Do you think you've taken that same mentality into like business yeah, and yeah. making money? Yeah, yeah, yeah the same mentality. Yeah, don't you know? mess with me, I'll break your leg. <laughs> no, no, it's not like that. You know, that's the problem when I'm too nice in business. Yeah. You know, I realize that I'm too nice. And like when I'm a sport or this, mm. I tell my friends, don't play against me, you're not going to like me. You know, I'm gonna come if you do bit between you bring it between my legs, I'm breaking your leg. Also, if you're my brother, <laughs> <laughs> how do you know if you're being too nice though? Because we have this conversation a yeah. lot, um, me and Kai. Yeah. And Kai says the one thing that he doesn't want someone to take away from a meeting with him yeah. is, oh, he was a nice guy, yeah. and that was it. You yeah, know? yeah. So I realized, you know, being too nice, this generation, we live in a generation where a lot of stuff that was not normal before is becoming normal. You know, so a lot of stuff is different, you know. Now there's a lot of bad people in this world, mm -hmm. you know. So in business, I realized don't mix friendship with business. Just be straightforward. You know, I made a lot of mistakes making friendship with business. I realized just be a business, be straightforward. You know, mm -hmm. don't play around or be too nice and be too comfortable. Business is business, you know. So how mm -hmm. do you decide whether to let someone into your circle or not within your, your close yeah, circle? Yeah. It must be hard to make friends. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, when you're wealthy, yeah. because lots of people probably want to be your friend yeah, yeah. for the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah. so like my circle has since before I had it, and uh, there was a lot of situation that they stood with me. So it shows loyalty. I'm all about loyalty, you know. And when someone shows me loyalty, I, I was like, he's the guy, mm. you know. So and it's hard to get friends. You're right, exactly. It's, it's very hard to get good friends. And I have a lot of friends, but my circle is different, you know? Mm. That's my tight circle. I think that's, that's true for a lot of people because I could tell you I, my best friends are on one hand, yeah. my best friends. Yeah. I have a lot of acquaintances, yeah, yeah. then I have a lot of contacts, but my best friends are uh, on yeah. one hand. Yeah, me too, the same thing. Like yeah. my friends, I realized like the best thing about my friendship, none of them have social media. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, so that's the main thing for me. You know? So you know they're not trying to get clout off yeah. you? Yeah. No, none of them want to take pictures. The only times I got my friends, mm. I'm not gonna say their names because they're they're too private. But mm. also, I go around celebrities. They never took a picture with one celebrity. They don't care about this stuff. So, are most of your friends reasonably wealthy, should we say? Yeah, they're good. 
yeah. yeah. That that helps, I think, because yeah. obviously as you gain wealth, yeah. as long as they're still wealthy, they yeah. can still enjoy doing the things you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas sometimes if you come from, let's say, a, a lower school or something, yeah, which yeah. I did and Kai did, mm. um, you too tend to move away from a certain friendship group. And yeah. it's not because you want to, it's just they'll say, well, I can't afford to do that or I can't do that. Yeah, with yeah, you, yeah. Or I've got to work. Yeah, you're right, you're right. So my team is the same. You know, they have their own thing happening everybody's doing their thing they have their own work you know and if if the cake is bigger everybody eats yeah i think what i'm getting from what you're saying is i have a big network but yeah. a small circle yeah exactly mm-hmm. that's me i have a big network but it's very nice small circle. yeah small and tight yeah. how, how would you class um logan paul is he an acquaintance or a friend no he's a good friend of mine good friend. really good friend of so mine. how did you become friends with him so he i went to, the, to LA. No, right. so I got a video before going to LA from my friend. He's like, "Oh, what's up, money kicks? I want to meet you." This is before he popped up on YouTube. It was, I think, Vine, and he just started YouTube. So he, when I went to LA, I met him. Mm. He was a cool guy, and then he came to Dubai. So he came to my awards. I was getting awards, and there was like every billionaire in Dubai. What were you winning? Uh, some the youngest influence uh, okay, businessman cool. or something. Mm. So every billionaire in Dubai was in that building. And Logan Paul, when he came here, he's the only guy I ever saw shut down Dubai. Really? He shut, he made traffic from here till the with this, airport. With this one is vlogging. Yeah, yeah. This is when he, the, the, like, he just popped, you know? Mm-hmm. So he shut down. Dubai Mall was like full floors, full. He shut down. This is the only guy I ever saw shut down Dubai. So he came right after to my awards. And when I got my award, he stood up and shouted like, <laughs> I was like, man, that mental. How did that go down? Was everyone just sitting down? Yeah, then? yeah. And Everybody was, was sitting, up. and he just stood up shouting, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and then we just kept in contact. And then, after like that Japan situation, uh, uh, I just posted something because I'm a guy. Everybody does mistakes, you know. So I, I just wrote like, he's my brother, and I stand with him no matter what. So in that relation, he showed because a lot, a lot of people flipped on him mm-hmm. when that situation yes, happened, you did, know. Yeah. So when he went back up, I always never change. Whenever he comes to Dubai, I'm the one who have to pick him up, you know. So he always, and we have a lot of stories, me and him, you know, a lot of stories. He always refers to you as his little brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like he's a good guy, you know. You seem to click. Yeah, yeah, we click. Yeah, like he's a really good. But you know, a lot of people think on social media, oh no, he's not good or this. When you sit with him, like he's a proper guy. I think proper. it's like that for a lot of people. A lot of people on social media, people yeah. get this perception yeah. of them. But as soon as you sit down with them, your yeah. opinion exactly changes. like Jake. Mm. Like I was sitting with him this building here. We, he, he, I didn't know Jake, so I know his brother more. I know Jake. I bought Jake, so he invited me for dinner, and we're like twenty people. Like a lot of football players were there, Evra and everybody. Mm-hmm. And then three hours. It's just everybody left. It's just me and Jake and his girlfriend and my, my friend. And we're just talking for three, four hours. So is he not like his on, online persona? No, he's a good guy, man. Is he? He's, you know, <laughs> it's, 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 what he's doing is right. He's selling the fight. You saw what he's 700,000 pay-per-views. Yeah. And for, a boxer cannot do these numbers. <laughs> do, do you think he had that power now, though, after losing his last fight? Yeah, he still has. Because yeah. you, you see, when you lose two times, it's like, oh, he's done. Mm. But when you lose one time, it's like, oh, he can come back. You know, that, that rocky stuff, you know? He's and got, I feel he's he got the comeback fight, hasn't he? Yeah, he so has. He has. going to have a rematch. Yeah, I was talking to him two days ago. So he, it was a good fight. What do you guys think? He won, Tommy? 
He did, Tommy yeah. won. Tommy yeah. definitely won, but mm-hmm. it was closer than it should have been if Tommy was a professional boxer. Yeah, but I feel, I don't know why, I feel it was like very close tie. No. I thought it was going to go tie. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I disagree. I don't, I don't know why. I think Tommy <laughs> because definitely Because he's win. your man. <laughs> yeah. He's your bro. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah, you never switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah. I had money on Jake. But oh, yeah? <laughs> I, I think that Tommy I thought win. Jake was going to... So I had, so I had so money I. on Tommy. Yeah? yeah? But Tommy did good. Respect yeah. to him. And I had money on none of them because I don't gamble. Yeah, I don't gamble. <laughs> Leave yeah. it out. You're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> but I only had money on with Curtis. Yeah, okay, we, okay, we, we okay, had okay, a okay. £50 bet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was it. Yeah. So we talked a bit about yeah. cancel culture there. Yeah. What do you think about it in, as a whole? And even like Andrew Tate and, and people like that being cancelled for things they're saying. See, a lot of people now... The tr- uh, we live in a generation where the truth hurts. So if you say the truth, you get cancelled, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So I just be really careful what I say in social media because like when I saw Andrew, uh, about Andrew Tate and all of this stuff, uh, we always knew what, what he was saying that everybody in social media knew that they were going to come for him, Yeah, you know? Because he was saying some crazy real stuff too, you know? Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, you just be careful in social media. If you're an influencer, you have to be careful. You don't you don't, you don't talk about other religions. You don't talk about politics. You don't talk about these stuff. I this is the three stuff when I was younger. I learned don't talk about politics. I'm not into politics. I'm a peace guy. Don't you know? Don't even talk about this stuff. But when you talk about this stuff, you know you know how the world works. Yeah, you're gonna have haters and lovers. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's very polarizing. And you play you you're playing around with big people too. Mm. For sure. Yeah, it's uh, the world we live in. <laughs> so we've had a few people on the yeah. podcast. Um, well, we've had one Alfie Best and also Andrew Taylor yeah. who have reverted to Islam. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about these uh, these influencers changing their religion? It's very good for our religion. They inspire yeah. a lot of people. And uh, end of the day, you know, Islam. If you read about Islam, a lot of people when they come here. My friends from outside the country, they think like we have to come with our security. They think we're like going to the Middle East. You know, they think what they see in the Fox News and all the lies what they see in the news there. Because you see how they put in the image like crazy stuff about Islam. You know, like crazy stuff. Like if if anything happens, this or he's a terrorist or he's a this. But if someone else does it, oh, he has mental health. You know, how see how the work, world works, you know? Uh, do you think the image is changing now because of these big influences? Yeah, now it's changing. You know, yeah. they 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 see about Islam. Why is it the fast growing religion? Because people, when they read it, there's so many facts. There is so many facts. If you read it, the signs of judgment day, what's happening now in the world, a lot of stuff that a prophet said from like thousands yeah. of years, it's coming up. Mm. That's why in prison, when you're in prison, uh, I saw a documentary where it's, uh, it's a big. Uh, thing in America where a lot of people are becoming Muslims in the jail oh, really? because when they read the Quran they're like man this is like facts to facts you know mm. and th- like they're our Muslim brothers you know and if, they, if you're a Muslim you're my brother mm-hmm. yeah. I think all religions are open to interpretation yeah and unfortunately you will always have an element yeah. that interprets it in a negative way yeah, yeah. and that is the shame yeah. of it um, but it's the same for Christianity yeah, as well yeah, yeah. I mean you've had some pretty mad i'm not gonna say what they are but <laughs> yeah. things going on in america in the world of christianity uh, so it's the same thing isn't yeah it? exactly you know, you're like, always gonna have and, mad people and us like as uh, islam we respect every religion we respect everyone and we welcome everyone as you can see you're in dubai now did you feel anything wrong 
everybody's treated the same. Yeah, it's lovely walking outside, we, even with our watches yeah, on, we feel fine. Yeah, you know, we uh, don't feel there's like no racism. No. There's no, I never felt anybody felt racism here. Everybody's treated good. <laughs> everybody's smiling. Everybody's mm. happy. Everybody wants to help someone, you know. Mm. This is uh, what uh, Dubai is, you know. And a lot of Muslim countries also, when you go to Saudi Arabia, I went to Saudi Arabia, everybody's welcoming. People think Saudi Arabia is some crazy mm. stuff there. You go there, they welcome you, they smile, they treat everybody, this, just everybody the same, you know? I think people's minds are opening to how like skewed the news is. Yeah, right? yeah. everybody's brainwashed. I don't judge anybody yeah. who becomes, like whenever some people, they're racist and this, I don't judge them. Mm. Because what they see when they were younger is the news, boom, boom, mm. boom, 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 you know? So I don't judge them. When they come here, they're like, man, I thought this place is upside down yeah. or yeah. one of the I best things you can start yeah. sorry <laughs> one of the best things you can start doing now is yeah. stop watching the news and yeah to be honest with you it's uh, exactly it's the terrible the news is terrible for me mm. i never like to watch the news because sometimes you're like oh the world's ending mm -hmm. you see what they put every week they you know like this now suddenly what, what happened with life like Corona just disappeared. <laughs> yeah, what, what yeah, because like, they they move on to the next story. Yeah, right? the next they, story. Like, yeah, Corona's it's not like a thing our, anymore. Our life is like a movie. Yeah, yeah. it's like oh, this month you're gonna get so this. This one. is what I wanted to be scared about <laughs> this month, yeah, and then yeah, the next yeah. month. It's crazy. Well, I, I'd love to see a balanced news myself. Yeah. Where if you're going to put all the horrible news, yeah. you've got to balance it with exactly the same amount of time of good news. Yeah, yeah. Because every day there's good news going on. Yeah, but yeah. guess what? It gets no time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like at the same time, they don't want to put the good news because I feel like they want us to be in fear. Yeah. And fears create stress. Yeah, fears control it. Yeah, you know, fears. There's a lot of stuff behind the scenes. You know, mm. you don't know what's happening. You know. I don't want to talk about this stuff. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's politics. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this stuff. How was it showing um, Aisha's speed, the mosque? Yeah, it was nice. You know, when I yeah. went there, he's young, you know. Uh, he's very successful. Inshallah, I'll get him to your podcast if he's uh, around the UK yeah. or this. Yeah. But a really good guy. And he always wanted to know about Islam and this. So the first day we went, took him to the mosque. And he doesn't know you have to be quiet and this. I had to tell yeah, him. Because he's a crazy he guy. He's, he's a very loud yeah, guy. Yeah. He's yeah. A, he yeah. is a crazy guy, 100%. But he was respectful. Yeah, very respectful. Yeah, very respectful. I told him, don't do this. Because, you know, religion is something where you do something crazy, the whole, you know how the, mm. it is, you know? So I was like, be respectful. And people loved it. And it's a good thing for me because he probably inspired someone, thousands of people about our religion. You know what? I think you're quite a crazy guy, but I think you really hold it in quite. A lot. <laughs> I think if you could, if you could do what you wanted to do, yeah. you'd be out. Well, there, we know he's you? crazy. We, he's crazy from the lion story. Yeah. All of that. Yeah, right. No, I, I, I was, you know. But when you get older, you know, you think about your name, image. Because when I was younger, I was fighting in school and this, and then when I became money kicks and this stuff, I was like, I have a f image, you know. Because you know, anything can go viral. Anything can go viral. No, nothing beats a good fight at school, though. Yeah, yeah, the school fights are the best they when you're are, younger. Because yeah, everyone enjoys yeah, everybody, them. You know? I didn't know you used to get into fights. Oh, yeah, just a few. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> well, he's not only getting into fights, he's actually condoning them now oh, on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, I actually Kids, think... Kids, don't fight. <laughs> don't fight. No, no, no. Honestly, I think fights in school, to a certain degree, are actually good for you. Yeah. Because I think it builds you up. You know that you've got to then train yeah. a little bit or learn a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. Or you might be too big for your boots and you yeah. need knocking back a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, I think overall they're good. Overall, not when they get out. Of control. <laughs> but anyway, what's more important to you, money or health? Health, of course, health. You know, because end of the day, if something happens to you, boom, you're done. You know. So I had a friend. 
His name is Ali Banat, if you guys heard about him. Right, yeah. Uh, so he, he was a, a millionaire and he got cancer. And Allah yirhamu. And uh, he was a good friend of mine. So he sold, ev- he's like my inspiration. If I want to be someone, I want to be him. You know, he sold everything and he went to Africa and built a community. And one year he became bigger than Red Crescent of mm. the charity. And he just built mosques and built a village for the people. So that's my inspiration, you know. So you guys see how the health, you know, one second your life can change. He was 25 years old. Read about him, watch his documentary. Mm. What inspiration, you know, he was a good brother and he did so much good. Until this day, his charity is number one, you know, and he built a lot of people. He made everybody, got them houses, got them. I, I donated also from his, this, I made a villa for some uh, orphans and it feels good, you know, and inshallah, uh, this year I'll, I'll just be focusing on charity because end of the day I have uh, a following. So it's good to inspire people, you know, and that's the best thing, you know, charity because end of the day it's in life, we're all going to be judged after, you know, and what we did good in this life will, will be the results. You know, and, and you can get a lot more pleasure from yeah. giving than yeah. receiving. A yeah, gift. yeah, yeah. When you give, you know, it's the best thing, you know, mm. and in our religion, what you give, you get back. You know, that's how it works. You know, like we give, we get back, you know, and good stuff, you know, and uh, charity is the best feeling. You know, I like to do charity behind the scenes. I don't like to show it. But when I said that to Ali, he's like, imagine if you inspire one kid, mm-hmm. you're going to get his good deeds because you inspired him. You know, so mm-hmm. that's what I'm, my focus, inshallah, this year is my dream is to open my own charity foundation and be like Ali Bennett. Well, the aim of this podcast is to inspire youngsters yeah, yeah. to achieve more, to see that more is possible yeah, yeah. and that there's an infinite amount of money out there and they can have some of that yeah. if they just realize that they are more than they think they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, like how you guys, mashallah, now you guys are in Dubai, you know, and doing, you have the best setup podcast ever. Right? <laughs> like, we clip that yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Like, shout out to him also. And uh, like, you guys have a good setup and you're inspiring people. You guys have a lot of motivational people coming here and you guys do good, you know. Yeah. I wish you and all we, the and best. And we love doing it together as well, don't we? We do, don't we? Father and son. We Father just and love son, it. Yeah, we're far, yeah, and this is Kai. <laughs> <laughs> and Kai. No, I'm yeah. just the outcast. Just sort of sat <laughs> that's so it. nice. Father and son, you know, yeah. and you guys working together. That's nice, very most, nice most of the time. We do yeah. argue a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Like, I don't know if you're the same as no. your dad. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. Kurt, Curtis didn't want to be in any of my businesses. Yeah. He's just not interested yeah. in those. So I didn't think I'd actually get the opportunity to work with my son. Um and it's quite nice now that we have two and a half years we've been doing this. And two and a half years, mashallah. Yeah. yeah, and no, it's gone wish a long you, way. Wish you all the best and inshallah you guys become the biggest <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So we'll do our best. What's your opinion on people buying designer clothes and things like that just to show off to their friends to look like they've made it? Mm, like before I would buy a lot of designer stuff. I still buy little, but mostly I realize it doesn't mean nothing. You know, I, sometimes you see me... No, not like not in social media i'll be around them wearing sweatpants and just chilling you know and a lot of people now think they buy this stuff to get girls to impress girls oh i'm wearing gucci i'm wearing this and now i wear kandora and i'm just chilling you know because it's a waste of money end of the day it's a waste of money end of the day you're gonna wear it one time you're gonna throw it and give it away you know so it doesn't mean nothing you know end of the day what do you think the branded stuff they're manufactured the same place where <laughs> Everything goes mm. through, you know. It's the same thing. We probably manufacture it for ten dirhams or t- 
10 dollars you know for one shirt and they sell it for a thousand pounds and the girls don't even know they see the designer outfit yeah, they don't yeah. know they think the watch is michael kors yeah yeah they don't know nothing yeah. <laughs> they don't know nothing girls is a lot of people now they realize that they all they live about is girls impressing girls some i know a lot of people my friends all their life is all about partying or girls i was like that's man, a lot of energy spent there yeah isn't it? i was like you're gonna be a bum Mm-hmm. All you go if you you stuck in that lifestyle you're gonna be a bum all your life. So <laughs> how did you get into boxing? Yeah, boxing. So boxing. So I was younger. I was fighting a lot. Okay. So I got I, I saw these influencer boxing doing and they're doing it mm. and I was like I love fighting. You know. So I was like let me do this. So I fought in Coca Cola Arena. It's like right behind Burj Khalifa. It's the biggest venue. Wow. And we sold out there and uh, I won my two fights. And then I was doing this influencer stuff. And then I got the opportunity to fight an undercard of Anthony Joshua and Yusuk. That's awesome. Yeah, so I was like, I'm not a boxer. I'm not a professional boxer, you know. But this is the chance where I can mm. put my flag up, be the first. Because here I realized in, there's no like one guy, like a sport guy, I want to be like him. In Dubai, there's no like a player like a UAE player plays in Barclay, uh, in the UK or yeah. somewhere outside the country, you know. So there was not that guy. So I was like, let me try it. I'll risk it. And I fought a boxer, and one judge gave it to me. It was a close fight, you know, miss decision out, what they call it. And yeah. you know, I lost, but uh, it was a good feeling, you know. After losing, people showed me more love than winning. Because people thought I was rigging my fight. I never rigged my fight. I would not be training if I'm not, you know? So I think when there's so much money in it and so much attention, it's very hard to rig these big fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe the little ones, but not these kind of fights. Yeah, like I I never rigged a fight. People Mm. think, you know, oh, he rigged his fight, you know? But uh, that was experience, you know, fighting with a boxer. I just did this two years and I'm fighting in a world title card. And Amir Khan came to me, he's like, no way you're fighting. And so then you saw the announcement, he's like, what? You know, yeah. and, it, and alhamdulillah, you know, that's why I built my own name. And alhamdulillah, you know, when I fought there, I put my flag up, but I didn't get the W. But inshallah, in the next fight. What lessons did you take from, from the owl, even though it was a close one? Yeah, yeah. But, um, it hurt me a bit. Mm. Yeah. Because uh, we, we think you take more lessons from an L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't take any lessons from a win. Yeah, yeah. So it hurt me a bit, you know, when I was going backstage, I was like, Man, you know, this I could have done better because, you know, when you uh, I think I trained very good for that camp. But, you know, fighting a boxer when he has he was 30 years old and he had more experience, he was walking me down, you know, and fighting eight ounce gloves. We would fight Mm. before 15 ounce. This is eight ounce. So you you feel feel it punch. But I I I had a good chin. Did you I, have head guards on or not? No, professional. Oh, yeah, you don't have them. Two it's years, really, I just I went mean, into the ring. <laughs> Curtis has never, ever been hit. Yeah. Can you explain to him how much it hurts? Yeah, it does. Because I've been hit. Yeah, yeah. Curtis's motto is uh, six months of training. So <laughs> he reckons six months of training, no, no, he I, can just I do it. myself. I don't, I don't think I could win against a boxer, but yeah. six months of training, I could beat most people. At, at, yeah. at sport or something. See, I've got a sporting sparring. background. That's why sparring oh, is important. Oh, have you? <laughs> yes. What, what's that, what's <laughs> That's that, all I'm going into. That in? Yeah, sparring. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sparring is very important because when you get used to getting punched, because I sparred professionals, I get my ass destroyed in, <laughs> in the gym. Like I sparred Russians and this. So you have to get used to getting punched. And when you get punched clipped right, it's like... It really hurts, yeah. But you know, the thing is in a boxing ring... 
you have the what they call it the blood the adrenaline yeah so you don't really feel it it's like tuk, 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 tuk. but so when you come back outside the ring like that after that fight like the whole six days i can't even walk like i was like uh, 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 like my face is destroyed because i got headbutt i hit mm. his uh, how, how did you feel like two minutes before you walked out Oh, <laughs> the butterflies, yeah. you know, the butterflies yeah. get into you, like your stomach becomes this tight. Did like, you feel sick? Oh, I felt like, what? <laughs> you know, you start talking to yourself. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? So do you think the nerves actually helped you or hindered you? That fight, I think the nerves went against me mm. because the first round I was like, you know, fighting a boxer professional. I was the first, I think I was the first ever influencer to fight a professional guy. I think, oh, really? Yeah, That's I good. think, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After case, I did uh, against that guy. Yeah. And uh, so I think I was the first one. And I was the first one, I think, influencer to be in a world title card, a heavyweight world title. You know, it was an honor. Mm-hmm. I wish I got the W, but everything happens for a reason. You know, maybe I can come back stronger. So than you, are you going to carry on with the boxing? Yeah, I'll carry on. I'll come back in the summer. Tell me about your traditional outfit. Yeah. yeah. Um, are there designer brands of those, or is it one make that no, does no, it's them? No, no, the designer better thing. quality or less quality. There is or? like places better quality in this, but they come and they tailor it. I just got this like three days ago, and they come tailor it, and you go to them, and three, two, three days is done. You should get one. <laughs> you look, you look I, like a G. <laughs> I don't, oh, I don't know if it suit me. But maybe <laughs> yeah, but we I, will. I think we should probably get one even just for the memory. Yeah, you have to do it in one podcast for sure. It look good on you. <laughs> I, I actually think we should. Yeah, yeah you're in Dubai. Not? All of you, yeah, yeah. three of you. I, I absolutely agree. We should definitely buy one, yeah. and I think we should get one in uh, Kai's size. Oh, uh, do you know what, Mark? I actually will. Why did you decide to start Money Cut? So Money Cuts, I always go to do f- before I was fading a lot, like. To, uh, now I stopped doing fades, but uh, one month ago, like before, I was like, every two days I have a sharp fade always. And that's what Kai does. <laughs> no, it's not. That's why you every, look to no, it. I, I go every, like, every week. I realized you guys all make fun of him. Huh? He's the I, I, one I, you guys do. I, no, I no, go yeah. once a week. <laughs> <laughs> he's, the, he's the George Janko of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he, he, yeah. Can, he can take it. <laughs> At the end of the day, Mark, Mark's, Mark's a 55 year old man. If he wants to take the mick out of me, then it's like, all right, bro. And he's very respectful. He doesn't want to be rude back. <laughs> Listen, I'll just wait till the cameras go off. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, back to money. Yeah, cuts, so, so I always like the barbershop community and yeah. uh, I lost a lot of barbers are making crazy money. So I was like, let me do my own, you know? And I did my own and uh, it's doing very good and now it's time to franchise, you know? So I always wanted to go. When I start something, I like to go all over, everywhere. What, what do you think makes it different from the other barbershops that you could go to? I made Dubai? it luxury, but affordable. More affordable than the whole street Oh, you know really? so, so i came to kill the market mm. you know i'm like that you know mm. and uh, i make it affordable and luxury looking like people enter they're like what's this mm. you know mm. is it a barbershop or a hotel you know it does look good but yeah what i'm intrigued about is who has the record on the punch bag there was one guy yeah there's one guy uh, amir khan had the record and then devin haney uh-huh. Beat it. Yeah, he came, he beat it, and then one heavyweight came, boom, almost broke the machine. <laughs> I, swear, <laughs> I swear, he brought the, the you remember that video when boom boom it, like Could you imagine being hit by that guy? Oh I'll down down. Down. You probably have you're going to the hospital, guaranteed. It sounds like you've had a lot of famous people there. Like, yeah. Who are the top three or top five yeah. most famous people that's come to the barbershop? Uh, Logan Paul, Devin Haney, mm. uh there was some 
who came a lot of football players came oh wow uh, the, the one who scored against Argentina okay. Salem Dossary uh, the Saudi guy who bought a sick goal yeah, yeah, he yeah. came a lot of Saudi players come to our barber shop and that's why we're going to take it to Saudi Saudi is the future like a lot of stuff is happening there in business so do you find a lot of people are like repeat customers now yeah a lot of repeat customers back. because I uh, realized like they like the work of the barber shop and the barbers are really good because I told them always welcome them show them the best thing. like let them feel like they're home like the yeah. TVs there give them the remote what music you want do whatever you want you know it's mm. your shop end of the day mm. and just now I was we left from a meeting I, I saw one guy walking and he looks at me he's like oh this is my haircut from money cuts <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so shout out to everyone who supports you know so how do you invest your millions or should I say, or should I say billions <laughs> no, 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 millions <laughs> so I just now I'm I'm thinking to this year I'm focusing on real estate. I'm going to go all out on real estate because I realize it's very important. Uh, Can you see me all right on a nice apartment in Dubai? You yeah, yeah, inshallah. <laughs> <laughs> this apartment is very nice. It is nice, yeah, isn't it? Very, Good view, view. The view. I'm I'm sure this apartment in New Year's you you this apartment is hard to get. Yeah, the light show is yeah, fantastic the, every this night. This is the best so. view. This is mm. like if you guys had this in New Year's, imagine doing a podcast in New Year's. It'd be brilliant. Yeah. Oh, you guys going to be, be wild. Best. Yeah, imagine. Is, it, is yeah. it only at New Year they do the fireworks? Yeah, they only do it in New Year's. Yeah, that looks fantastic. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah. It's the best. Like for me I'm I the last three years I never saw the fireworks cuz uh, we you know we saw we see it every year. Yeah. So but uh, people, tourists, and this, they love it. Do you um, do you invest in watches as well? I'm not into that watches that much. No? Uh, but uh, you must have some. I have some. You like got a ro- you got a Roly yeah, there, haven't yeah, you? What Roly you got there? Is that a Hulk, Hulk or something? Yeah, Hulk. Oh, I like the Hulk. Yeah, so I'm not into that watch stuff. Now I just change, you know. Like I'm this year, I said I'll just focus on a lot of charity work. Inshallah, you know that was my bucket list. I did everything that. I wanted to do YouTube and this. My last bucket list is opening my charity foundation. So inshallah, th- this year I'll be focusing on that. Because every year I just put my goals. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do this. That's you know? a very good way of doing it, yeah. isn't it? Setting them out. The yeah, you have to year. have a, a goal and you just go all out on it. Well, you're living every young man's dream yeah. life. Alhamdulillah. How does that feel? It feels good, you know. Alhamdulillah, you know. Uh, I feel blessed. You know, I could have sat down and depend on my father and just do my thing but I just feel good you know that I worked hard and a lot of my friends also my brothers they were making fun they were like what are you gonna do YouTube and all of that you know Arab mentality was different before you know, the social media stuff was new so everybody was doubting me you know and then when I became who I am and I went international because whenever I traveled with my family everybody's stopping me for they're like oh here I was like oh I made it you know alhamdulillah mm-hmm. you know like thank god you know I always wanted to, because I didn't want to be, oh, he's the son of my yeah, father. Yeah, that's quite a hard thing to carry. Yeah, you know, like so I just, alhamdulillah, went international and built my own name, you know. If you wanted to, like, lean on your dad and, yeah. and not build anything for yeah. yourself, how much would he allow you to lean on him? Like, not if, that if, much. You, if you just said, I need 100 grand, no. would he give you it? No. No. Not that much. He'd say, you work, you're going to come 6 a.m. to the work, and if you're one minute late, your salary is de- deducted. <laughs> is he no, harsher than most parents then? And work, yeah. Yeah. And that's good. Because he knows that he has to build his own yeah, thing. And so he, he wants yeah, you to do so the he same. Yeah, t- so he tells let me, oh, you, you're going to get this much of this. You're not going to get the, this. If you want, go out, go work outside. That's good to hear. Yeah, so if you, uh, my brothers, if they're late, one minute, he sees the camera early morning. <laughs> one minute late, deducting. 
We need so, to do that with you, Kai. <laughs> He'd never earn anything. Yeah, yeah I'd be broke. <laughs> I'd be so broke. Yeah, because I have a, I have a saying on timekeeping, and say if you're if you're early, you're yeah. on time. Yeah. If you're on time, that's t- that's late. And if you're late, that's unacceptable. Yeah, I I came on time today, huh? But you, you guys, you were, yeah, 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 yeah. You, I came we, ten minutes. I always come ten minutes earlier. Yeah. yeah. But you guys made me turn around the whole Dubai. I went to every <laughs> tower. I went to every. Oh, no, the, the thing is, it, is, this address is so hard to yeah. get to. There's lots of podcast guests that have done it. It's yeah. just like, it, they just it take them to the wrong side. Yeah. 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 Even even now. our um, even our uh, yeah. taxi driver, you know, dropped us yeah. in the wrong place. We went. This isn't right. <laughs> so when is enough enough? Hey. I'm I'm using your question now. Yeah. <laughs> So take it any way you want. It's never enough. You know, we're always going to build. Also, if I'm the oldest guy in the wheelchair, I'll still be working. You know, I'll never be retired. Uh, and this, I'll just always be working. Because there's a new chapter of life when you have kids. That's another chapter of life. Here you work on them, how you raise them. You know, so it's, I always wanted to have a good image and always good that now my, one of my children will be in school, they'll be proud that, oh, well, my father did his own thing, you know, and I want them to do their own thing too, you know, I, want to, I don't want them to depend on me, let them do the hustle, you know, and I'll be a proud father the day I see that happen, you know, and, you know, that's a different life. When you, the day you have, you probably saw it. Absolutely. You know, and we live in a generation where it's hard to raise good kids because there's so much distraction, social media, iPads, and this... Thank God I came, uh, when I was younger, I was not the iPod, iPad boy. Mm. I was going playing football every day. I was mm. doing this. All the kids now, they're wearing glasses and playing uh, iPad all day. Yeah, what's so, it actually doing to them? Yeah. We won't know, will we, until yeah. it's too late? No, yeah, it's so, not good at all. Yeah, it's not good at all. We live in a generation, so my kids would be going football, boxing. They will not even have the phones or social media because this social media is a very dangerous world. So do you have a long-term girlfriend? <laughs> no, 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 no. So, so where, are these well, kids? where did that, <laughs> where did that come from? I'm just thinking, where are these kids going to come from? That's the last question. We've all asked the question. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to know, he's, he's talking about these kids, but yeah. Yeah, well, they're just going to magically appear. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure he's got it sorted. Yeah, and inshallah, you know, if I, get, I find the right. Anyway, thank you very much for no, coming on the thank podcast. Thank you, guys. It's Wish you all great. the best. Pleasure. Wish you all the best and hope you enjoy Dubai. It's been really great meeting you. And God bless you guys. And inshallah, more success. Us and shall next time I see you all, guys, uh, in the biggest studio yeah. in the world. Well, yeah. Hopefully, 100%. we'll help you see a better side of England. No, inshallah. I'll come, I'll come for mm. sure. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, make sure to smash that thumbs up button for yeah. the YouTube algorithm, and we will see you next Wednesday with a brand new episode. So it's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from all of these guys. Yeah, goodbye. See you later. So, That's so interesting. Yeah. What a different <coughs> perspective you have. Oh, this, uh, yeah, it, it brings you into the yeah, room, yeah. doesn't it?